0: Balance is keeping your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual selves grounded, connected, and centered so that that
1: balance ekes out into your everyday life, your work-life balance, your family-relationship balance. But it all starts within keeping your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual selves balanced is the key.
0: Do you ever feel like you are the only one living a life that is too hard to handle? Welcome to the In Raw Life Podcast, where we're going to talk about real life in its raw form. Each week, we'll dive into the stuff that nobody really likes to talk
1: about, because it's uncomfortable, painful, a little awkward, or just weird. We want to normalize all of that and help you realize that you can live out your dream even in life's messiness. I'm Sierra. And I'm Jessica.
0: And we're living our dream lives in real life, in raw life. Welcome back to another episode of the In Raw Life podcast. We are super excited to have you here today and super excited for a whole new month because it means we have a new topic and this is a topic that I am incredibly passionate about. So um, we'll dive into that soon, but first... We want to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast because that helps our podcast to grow and spread to more ears, which is our goal is to help women feel better about themselves, do better things with their lives, feel empowered to do what they were actually put on this earth to do, and you can help us do that with a simple rate or review. I didn't mean to rhyme, but I did, and that's because that's how simple it is that you can help us to spread Our encouragement to others um, with a simple rate and review.
1: And if you really want to be closer to us and be more of a part of our community, you can join our Facebook group, Work-Life Balance for Empowered Unstoppable Women. Uh, That is where we go live every single week with a new little training, all about that, where we connect with the community, where everybody can connect together and talk about what it's like being a modern woman who might have a family, who might work multiple jobs, or have their own business, or a side gig, and how we can actually accomplish all of that while feeling really, really good about it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that link is in the show notes, by the way. So if you can't find it, just click the link in the show notes and join us, because we have a lot of fun over there. Okay, so this month, we are talking all about your identity and who you identify as, like in the way you speak over yourself. So not just like, yeah, I'm a mom or yeah, I'm a wife or yeah, I'm a worker, you know, whatever I'm a, I I work nine to five, whatever the case is. Like, that's not what we're talking about. We are talking who you are at your core because of who you claim to be. Um, So I guess... With that in mind, um, we're going we're gonna to dive into different, um, different things that you could label yourself as throughout the episodes of this month. And today's episode, we are starting with identifying yourself as a person who enjoys life. So um, we're basically going to have an affirmation for each episode. And today's affirmation is, I am enjoying life, or I am capable of enjoying life. I am a person who enjoys life. You can kind of make it what feels good to you. Um, And what resonates and what's something you feel like you need to hear. Uh, But before we get too much further into that, this this idea was inspired by the Atomic Habits book by James Clear. So Jess, do you want to give a breakdown of how he talks about identity? Atomic Habits by James
1: Clear is a book that I read about a year ago. And it's still something that I reference constantly and has changed my outlook and how I do things. Um it's a book about habits but really the underlying thing that he introduces for any sort of habit change, good or getting rid of habits, is your belief system. And who you believe your identity is and who you are is what creates these habits. And then he talks about it a little bit and almost everything I've ever listened to about habits, about, you know, stepping into the next level of yourself, anything like that people always reference this um, cycle. So the cycle is your beliefs and your thoughts create your feelings about something or yourself. The feelings about yourself create the actions that you're actually going to take. And then the actions create the results. And it's this cycle. Like it just keeps going around and around. Because who you believe you are, who you think you are, what you're capable of doing that incites the feeling of, oh, yes, I can do this. I feel confident that I'm going to be able to be an organized person or enjoy life or make my entrepreneurial journey successful. And then when you feel that, you take action on that. And then when you take the action on it, because you ha- it's backed up by the, the core belief of who you are inside, you get the results. And then it just keeps going around in a circle. Did that help you understand and
0: on- Yes, I think that was a great description of it. Um, And also, on the flip side of it, you can also have beliefs that are negative, which will perpetuate negative actions. Mm -hmm. So, in the book, um, James Clear talks about if somebody offers you a cigarette, you can respond, and you don't want it, you can respond in one of two ways. One is, No, I'm trying to quit. Or two is I'm not a smoker. Mm-hmm. And he's specifically people talking about people who are trying to quit, but he like you can still have the option, I'm not a smoker, even if you are trying to quit. But when you say I'm trying to quit, that's giving yourself the the dialogue of I'm trying, not succeeding, not maybe maybe not failing, but trying. And, like, you're still identifying yourself as a smoker. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a smoker, but I'm quitting. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you just answer with, I'm not a smoker, it shifts your belief to remind yourself, no, I am not a smoker. I am not somebody who partakes in this. It doesn't matter what you once did. It matters what you're doing right now. And it's, I'm not a smoker. Um, and I think, I mean, I don't know how many of you out there are smokers. So, like, that's a one example. But, like, you can do that for anything, you know, with, with trying to eat healthier, you know, like, someone offers you cake. Oh, I'm trying to eat healthier or like, no, I'm, I'm a healthy eater. You know, you can identify as that. Or, um, one of my friends who has never really seen herself as athletic with the exception of like, she swam in high school and you know, she's, she's got asthma. She's got all sorts of things that would never help her identify as an athletic person. But she was like, you know what? I'm going to – she read the book, too. And she's like, I'm going to start identifying myself as an athlete because I want Mm -hmm. to work out every day. Athletes work out every day. Maybe she's not a professional athlete. She's not, you know, duping herself to believe that she's, like, something she's not, which, you know, she's not an Olympic athlete. She's not a professional athlete. But she is labeling herself as an athlete, and it helps her to, like, show up better for her workout every day, which I think is really cool.
1: Yeah, I – one of my favorite parts of the book is he talks about making votes for that identity. Like he, he goes through the identity stuff. He goes through some other things and he says, make sure that you are voting for the that identity that you are, that you believe you are, that you want to be whatever it is so that anytime any decision comes up. And again, we make a gazillion decisions a day, even if you don't think about it, like even if, Oh, should I brush my teeth right now? Or do I not have the time? Think, Is someone who is a healthy person, who identifies as a healthy person, do they brush their teeth or no? The answer is yes. They brush their teeth because they want to keep their whole body healthy. So like every little decision you make is voting for who you believe you are or not. So that kind of helps you make choices that align with who you believe you are.
0: Mm -hmm. And he also talked about, I don't fully remember it, but it was basically saying like in any vote, there's like in any election, there's mm-hmm. multiple votes. Yeah. So it's not so much about if you accidentally mess up a vote, but about making sure that the majority, the majority of the votes win in the favor that you want it to win at the end of the day. Yeah. So, you know, you could be walking around all day thinking like, okay, I'm smart. I'm capable. I totally got this. I totally got this. And then you for, you know, you accidentally dropped the spoon into the garbage disposal, and you scuff up the spoon, and you're like, oh, God, I'm such an idiot. Well, that's a negative vote, but it's only one negative vote when Mm you, like, you've got all the other ones. And then when you say those negative votes, like, you, you you have to recognize it and be like, okay, that was not a nice thing to say about myself, and I am a person who speaks kindness over myself. I am a good person. I'm a smart person. So you have to remind yourself of the positive affirmations to, like, counteract the negative vote.
1: Yeah, and you you kind of have to think, okay, which beliefs or which names am I giving myself that are serving me and which ones are not serving me? Because, like, I'm not trying to put a whole positive rose-colored glasses thing over all of this. Like, it's not, oh, I can only ever speak, you know, rosy words over myself, and that's going to make me that person. But if you regularly call yourself an idiot – You start to believe it, like somewhere, even if it's just deep inside. And then you start to act upon that and take steps that might be things that someone who is an idiot does in whatever part of your life that may be. So you have to really watch what you're saying about yourself and understand that that really affects everything.
0: It's true. Um, I was watching a TED Talk today and she mentioned, um, whatever you speak over yourself is what you invite in. So she's like, the more, if you say, um, I am a blessed person, you're inviting more blessings in. If you say I'm a, I'm a fat person, then you're inviting more calories in and you're justifying like, Oh, I'm fat. It's fine. This I'm such a fatty. Look at me eating all this cake, you Mm -hmm. know? Or if you say like, Oh, I'm so old, you're inviting more wrinkles and you, you know, you start to act older and do, things that an old person would do instead of, like, reminding yourself you're young and and taking actions of a young person. I mean, we had a year ago, Janice was on the podcast, and she talked about how, like, women in their 30s are not old, and yet so many women in their 30s claim to be old because, you know, your body's changing from your 20s, but it doesn't mean it's old, and when women think they're old, they just start you know, being lazier or not doing things that that a young person does, and that makes your body older. Whereas if you remind yourself, like, no, I'm only in my 30s, I'm still young, and stay active as a young person, it keeps your body youthful. I mean, look at those, like, I remember watching an interview of some 90-year-old woman who was a farmer in Iowa, and she was healthy as a horse and could still, you know, plow the fields or whatever in her 90s because she kept active, and that, that, I think, is the identity that you gotta, like, hone in that that persona. But anyway, yeah. the whole idea is that whatever you're speaking of yourself is what you're gonna get more of. So speak the good over yourself and tr- when you notice the bad, eliminate that from your everyday vocabulary. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I have, an, I mean, changing your beliefs about yourself and changing, therefore changing your identity is not easy. Like, it's not like a quick fix kind of thing. It really takes a lot of, thinking and sitting with yourself and deciding who it is that you want to be. Um, And he even, he lays it out in like a two-step process to how to change your identity, to try to lay it out simply, even though it's not actually a simple task. Um, And the first step is deciding the type of person you want to be. So like, think about what it is that you want to stand for, what your values are, who you want to become. And if that's really hard to answer work backwards and think about what results you want. Whatever the results you want are step backwards. Okay, who gets those kind of results? And then that's the beliefs and identity that you should start embodying and speaking over yourself. Uh, And then step number two is proving it to yourself with small wins. So like every time that something comes up, use the question, what would a blank person do? What would an organized person do what would a non-smoker do what would a healthy person do what would a reader do and then take actions that answer that question one of the things like when i was reading my notes right before we started is he says behind every system of actions is a system of beliefs so like that's how your beliefs create your actions eventually and then your results and it's funny because we didn't do a reality check today, um, but I would have mentioned that, like, I got a lot of ish going on in life right now. Wouldn't get – dive into the details, but there's a lot of – a lot of stuff going on and old me, even like a couple of years ago me, after my growth journey, would be uber stressed out and kind of freaking out and maybe not showing up as myself, not believing that I'm enjoying life because of it all, Whatever. But I am because like the system that we have put into place and that I put into place in my own life, I am a person who enjoys life no matter what is happening. Like I am able to focus on my work. I'm able to focus on our business. I'm able to focus on my daughter and enjoy her. I'm able to focus on myself and enjoy time with myself without like completely being in my head. And then little life things like show me, oh yeah, you're doing this. Like you're enjoying it. Even so like this morning, I was like, oh, this will be great to talk about on the podcast. Once it all like happened, I wanted to go to Starbucks, which is not a normal thing for me after I dropped off Emily to school because I'm like feeling super dry in my throat. And I really just wanted the tea drink that I love from there. (laughs) So I like try to see if I can order it online. It says that it's out of stock. But, like, they have the two T's that make it. And I was like, let me just give it a shot. Like, I'll go. And I'm, like, slightly, like, wondering if I'm making the right choice. And this is going to throw my morning off. But I go drive over. And they're closed inside. And only drive throughs is open. And that's super backed up. But I was like, last minute, I was like, just get in line. Just get in line and, like, believe that it's going to be okay. So I get in line. I get to the ordering. I order it. The person is, like, the friendliest Starbucks worker I've ever encountered like so super nice, had my drink, said they didn't have honey. I was like, it's okay, I'll put it in at home. She's like, okay. And she's like, super nice. I was like, I'm going to give them a super nice tip now. So like, because I had cash and I was like, okay. So like I get to the window then. He's super nice too. He gives, like he take he gives me the card or he take he gives me my drink. I give him the card. I tip them in like the bucket. He sees the dog. He's like, oh, does she want a pup cup? I was like, no, it's okay. It was like this whole, because I went into it with like, a better attitude of enjoying life, everything was a positive interaction. And then I had to go get gas and like it just so happened the right slot opened up just in time. And like I was still home in great time. My morning went well and like everything has been checked off my to-do list today in great timing because it's just, that's who I am. I like, I've, I've got stuff going on. I am enjoying life. And even though there's a lot of stuff cloud trying to cloud my head right now, it's not because I've got these systems in place because of my beliefs of who I am. And that's how my day goes.
0: It's so funny that you bring that up because um, we did a training recently where we talked – like I had to – you know, when I, when I give our credentials, I talk about how – you know, like what, where we're at or whatever and how we both really enjoy the heck out of life – and when I said it this last time, because I know all the stuff you're going through, I'm like, I hope that's still true, but I know it's still true, which is so mm-hmm. funny because, like, I mean, I know the extent – like, Jess is not in a great place right now, like, life-wise. Like, things are being thrown at her that are just well, not fair, what a lot of people would be like – would just chalk up as, like, oh, well, my life is shitty and this is a shit phase of life or, like, a season or whatever – And I could see a lot of people just bowing out and be like, nope, I'm tapping out until this is over and screw Mm -hmm. it. I don't care what – you know, like people can – it's so much easier to approach a really bad situation with like being an asshole, giving up, being mean to yourself, being mean to people around you. And like that's just not at all where you're at, which is so beautiful. Like you're the opposite. Like you would never know all the stuff you're going through because – you don't radiate that, you know, like sometimes like Jess and I talk every single day and sometimes I forget to ask about real life because like you would never know that you're going through hard stuff because you don't let it affect your every day. You don't want it to affect your mood throughout the entire day. And it's not like you're faking it. It's not like you're mm-hmm. just like putting on a brave face and talking on the phone. Like, no, you're just you're choosing to deal with it from a positive perspective and not let it ruin your whole every day, because that's not going to make it better. If your whole day is ruined, it's definitely not going to make it better. So I just want to say, like, you're doing a fantastic job with Thanks. just enjoying life. And I think that proves that you really can enjoy life in any season, no not matter how what's dark going on. <laughs> and gloomy it can be. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thanks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Starbucks. drive through <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I think that we're all in a place where we can choose to accept that we enjoy life. And that's the the key is you have to accept it. You have to start speaking those things over yourself instead of saying like, oh no, I'm trying to quit smoking. It like, that's the equivalent of saying like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, put on my, my brave face or I'm going to, I'm going to buck up. Like, Mm -hmm. that's not what – that's not the attitude you want. You don't want to buck up because that means you have, like, crap that you have to buck up from. Instead, if you say, I am enjoying life, which is, like, something that just exudes, like, she's enjoying life. And so when life throws crappy things your way, you're like, ah, at least I'm enjoying life, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Which is kind of funny, too. Because, like, do you ever have those situations where, like, people are just angry, And like things are like being thrown at you, and it's like it seems like maybe the world's trying to get you down. Uh But if you approach it with, like, well, at least I'm enjoying it, it is so funny. Like the reaction, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, try this, try this on for size. Next time somebody's really mad at you, like road rage mad at you, smile at them. They don't Uh know what the heck to do with themselves. Uh It's hilarious. And then they often question, like, well, maybe I'm the one that's driving like an asshole. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: So Or it can just know, change just... their attitude. Like, who cares who was being the jerk? Like, it changes their yeah. attitude. Like, oh, maybe like even if it doesn't change it right then, maybe later in their day, they're like, that person smiled at me. That was weird. <laughs> maybe I should try that.
0: <laughs> um, One of my husband's best friends, whenever someone gets road rage – I feel like I've said this on this podcast before. I don't know. But I'm going to say it again. Whenever (laughs) someone gets road rage against him, he he gives them the moose ears. (laughs) He puts his thumbs at his temples and goes (laughs) – And people don't know how to react to that. It is hilarious. I've been in the car when he's done it. I mean, yeah. If
1: anything, it could help dissipate it and be like, oh – I shouldn't be taking this so seriously right now.
0: Yeah. Or yeah. if they're a curmudgeon and they're going to take it serious, that's on them. But you cannot it's nothing to do with you. Let it affect you. Um, kind of a, a little like off topic, but still on topic. My um my <laughs> we were watching uh the comedy special by Jim Gaffigan, and mm. he was talking about how he would never want to be a polygamist because having more than one wife to disappoint is just too much pressure. <laughs> he's like, I got one. Thanks. I'm good. Um, and I was like, this is hilarious, Jay. This is you. Like, this is my uh-huh. husband. He does not. He's like, I disappoint enough people in this house. I don't need anybody else to disappoint. Um, and he feels that way about all of us. Like if yeah. if my son asks to go play outside and Jay says no, then my son goes, oh, and Jay is like, I am the worst father ever. You know, like, he takes it on as, as like, oh, he, he disappointed them. And he, he was doing that all week this week. And last night was, like, the final go where he was taking a moment to himself, like, just drinking some. He started drinking chamomile tea. Oh, my gosh. It's, like, my favorite thing ever. He drinks chamomile tea before bed. It is so adorable. Interesting. <laughs> and I know. Um, so he's, he was drinking his tea down by himself. And I was, like, texting him from upstairs, like, are you 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 know, are you coming to bed? Hello? Like, why? And he wasn't responding. And I was like, what's going on? Did he die down there? <laughs> he's downstairs dead because he's not responding. Because I knew he had his phone. What I didn't realize is that he incorporated the sleep notification thing that I was telling you about, uh-huh. that you've incorporated. He incorporated it, too, and I didn't realize. So he wasn't getting my texts. But by the time I went downstairs, I was, like, worried sick because I had heard a thud. And I thought for sure he was going to be just <laughs> flat on the floor. <laughs> And so by the time I got down there, I was like all worked up because I thought something was wrong. And then I started like, like letting out that fear in, in like, I just wasn't the nicest to him. I'm like, well, why don't you come to bed? And like, I started, you know, giving him a hard time about being on Instagram instead of responding to me, whatever. I was just being sassy and naggy. And when really I couldn't sleep and I was being grumpy in my, for my own reasons. And he was like, man, I just am disappointing everyone. And I told him, I'm like, listen, After I calmed down, I came, like, I could tell he was still upset. And I was like, look, I need to apologize. Like, that was my fault. You were taking a minute to yourself. I do that all the time, guilt-free. You deserve that time to, like, enjoy your tea and do whatever the hell you want. I was being a grump. That's on me. Like, don't Mm -hmm. let my grump affect you. Like, I thought you died. I'm stressed because our dog went to the vet today. So, like, I've got a lot of weird, like, I'm dealing with stuff. And I took it out on you. And that is that is all on me. And when our son complains because Jay does a thousand things around the house and doesn't have time to go play outside in the freezing cold with him, like, that's on our son. He shouldn't make Jay feel guilty, but he's five and he hasn't figured that out yet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, like, that's our, those are on us. Jay is perfectly free to, like, go and enjoy his life and continue to, like, stand his ground as someone who takes time to himself. Someone who says, no, I worked hard all day. I'm not going to go run around outside. Like, Mm -hmm. that's okay. And my whole point is, like, you're allowed to enjoy life in whatever that is for you. And if other people don't like it, that doesn't mean you can't enjoy life still. Like, that's not – that cannot be a hindrance from the life that you have to enjoy because – Life is meant to be enjoyed, and some people are grumpy and not currently enjoying life, but you cannot let them wreak havoc on your, havoc on your enjoyment of life. That's
1: yes. That. Something I tell Emlyn all the time, especially because she learned it at Brain Balance, that mm-hmm. it's like what they focus on is the only person in charge of Emmeline and her feelings and her actions is Emmeline. So mm-hmm. the only person in charge of Jessica and her feelings and her actions is Jessica. Yeah.
0: It's true. Even – and You
1: can't – it's it, Even if somebody really did do something super disappointing, it's up to you how you feel, react, everything to it.
0: hmm It's so true. It makes me think of, I don't know if you want this shared or not, so I will hint at it so we won't go to it. <laughs> but it just makes me think about your Christmas. Like, you
1: were supposed mm-hmm. to
0: split Christmas. Do you care if we talk about that a little bit or – With concerning Emily? Yeah. That's fine. Okay. So, you like, Jess was supposed to have, like, two weeks of Christmas break, Jess was supposed to have her daughter for one week and not for another week. And, like, things just weren't going the way they should go. And it ended up with you being like, you know what? It's fine. She hasn't seen her father in six months. Like, that was super disappointing for you, but you would just, like, let it go and let her go be with him for two weeks straight, which is, like, a bummer because you don't get your daughter for Christmas and... That's but you still like you like you still were able to handle a disappointing situation with a plum. Oh <laughs> a plum. <laughs> Jay always says that, and he always says it in such a goofy way. And well, it's such it an underused like
1: word. There. It's so funny. It is. It's
0: with a plum. I honestly
1: <laughs> couldn't even define it if I wanted
0: to. <laughs> like I know it in context. A fruit. It's a fruit that gives a good situation even or or a weird situation even better. No, I don't know. Or (laughs) self-confidence or assurance, especially in
1: a demanding situation.
0: (laughs) There you go. That is great. How did you type that so fast? I didn't even see you do it. (laughs) It's
1: it's one of my skills.
0: Oh, mad
1: skills. Well, I think
0: that's good. You feel good about this? Yeah, I think that's great. Well, we are going to dive into more ways to identify yourself this month, including helping you to be an organized person instead of speaking disorganization or chaos into your everyday life. And what was the other one? I don't remember now. It's
1: a third one that we haven't quite decided which one it is yet, but it'll be a big surprise.
0: And then finally, the last episode of the month is my birthday episode, which I have some ideas and I'm getting excited, so boom get excited for that too but anyway we just want to thank you for joining us um we would also love for you to be part of the show and you can do that by sending an audio clip of what balance means to you to hello at inrawlife.com um if you want if you're afraid to record your voice you can also type out a little paragraph and we'll read it at the beginning of an episode but we want to know what balance means to you and give you the credit, and let you be part of our show. So send it on over Until next week,
1: I honestly, number one, would really love for you to read or listen to Atomic Habits because it's just so good for everybody. I would also encourage you to at least take a couple of minutes to just really think about who it is or what results you want for your life. Who do you desire to identify as? What do you desire to identify as? And then start taking some action to be that person or to be more of that person. And you should probably go pick up a plum, but not from the grocery store.
0: Bye.